This is the Summit Life Ministries audio experience. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Age Changer Show brought to you by Summit Life Ministries. My name is David Furrow. This is my dad, Lynn Furrow, also the founder of Summit Life, but then also my mom, Carmen. As we always start every show, our mission at Summit Life is to elevate, equip, and empower. Elevate the church's vision to see God's eternal purpose. Equip believers to live with an eternal perspective, but then also empower believers to live supernatural lifestyles in faith-filled obedience. Now, Dad, last week you finished the reality of the new creation, and we were talking a little before, and you said we're going to be talking about hell's best-kept secret. Now, a lot of times we talk about hell, (laughs) but uh, we are going to talk a little bit about it today, I guess. I hope we don't go too far in the woods uh, (laughs) today, but... And last week, as we finished up, uh, we were talking about what Jesus did uh, through his cross and through his resurrection to overthrow that which was and to establish something new. And I'm just going to summarize very quickly because we got a lot of content (laughs) that we want to plow into this week. But we just shared that Jesus on the cross was the last Adam, but he was also referred to as the second man. And so I appealed to all believers last week who would be listening to this to no longer look at the cross and the resurrection simply as a historical fact or an historical event, which they are. But God designed the cross, the resurrection, and the ascension to be something that is interactive for the church. That it's not just something that's factual and so then provides information for us, but it is to be revelational. It is to be revelation knowledge. And revelation is something that transcends time and space. So I use these phrases, uh, eternal realities. I use the term eternal certainties. So God wants these to be a revelation, an interactive experiential revelation for the church. That is a well that we keep going back to that cannot run dry and, and that we end up interacting with them and that from the wellspring from the fountainhead of these events but also their accomplishments that we understand that there is a shift and a change and the opportunity for us if we're spiritually uh, faith-filled and obedient to engage what uh, you know Jesus has done in the cross and in his resurrection and through his ascension, if we will engage these truths, they can transform our lives. They allow us to taste of the powers of the age to come, to begin to embody them, to experience them, and to live out of the the reality of them. And so Romans 10, verse 17, says, faith comes by hearing and hearing it over and over and over again because the enemy wants to diminish our understanding he wants to try to through spiritual blindness 
to obscure the victory of the cross, the glory of the cross, the revelation that comes through the resurrection, which was a demonstration of of God's power towards us to where we would have a confidence in that his power is enough to change the age, to deliver us from darkness's domain and to bring us into a new kingdom and the reality of a new creation. And then the ascension is means that we have shifted locations, <laughs> that we're no longer just bound and we are uh, people that have our ancestry totally rooted yeah. in dust. And yeah. that's what that Paul, uh, Paul said in 1 Corinthians. He said, you know, your ancestry was rooted in dust, from the man from dust. Yeah. Uh, who God breathed into him and became a living soul. But he was earthly. He was sensual. Uh, he lived by uh, by what he could see, by what he could feel. But he says, now you have the opportunity to bear the image of the heavenly man who in, in the second man became a life-giving spirit. And he was the man from heaven. Yeah. And so now we we change locations. We're no longer resourced from the earth, but we're resourced by heaven itself. We now are able to ascend with Christ. The Bible says that because we're in him, when he ascended, he was seated at the Father's right hand. And so together we are seated together with him, yeah. having full access to what he has access to full rights to what he has a right to. We have a full inheritance to what he has received as an inheritance. And so today, God offers us the same divine abilities because we've been given the same divine nature. And so as he is a life-giving spirit, Adam to live had to be breathed into. The, The second man, Jesus Christ, is a life-breathing spirit. Yeah. He begins to breathe into his creation and makes everything new. But also, we now have that very same spirit of faith. Just as he has a faith to speak, a faith to declare, a faith to breathe, and things begin to live again, it says the same spirit of faith is in us. Yeah. How is it the same? Why would we call it the same spirit of faith? Because it originates from the same heart, from the same spirit. It is Christ himself. I'm crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ now lives in me. And the life that I now live, I live this resurrected life, this ascension mm-hmm. life by his faith in me. So now that same spirit of faith is in me. But it tells me that there is a specific location of where the spirit of faith is operable and active in me. It says it is in my mouth. And so I'm able to speak words of faith, make declarations of faith. God can use my words to be words of life to where in the world that I am in now as a regent of the kingdom in the spheres of influence that I have. I can change the course of nations. I can change the destiny of my city, destiny of my region, destiny of my family, 
by speaking life, giving living words, just like Jesus who lives in me is a life-giving spirit. By being in union with him, I now can also bear his image and also be a life-giving spirit. Instead of spreading death and Mm -hmm. decay, I now can speak words of empowerment and life and recreate the world around me. So there's been the absence of blessing. Now God can use my heart and my mouth to actualize that which God dreamed for my life in Christ around me. And that's why it's a powerful truth to know that my family can be changed Mm -hmm. by me being an authorized agent of the kingdom of God and to transfer the wealth of that inheritance, the wealth of that truth, the wealth of that life into a fallen world. And that's why we are age changers. And that's why God can use us to transform the world in which we live. Yeah. Can you tell I'm pretty excited about this? (laughs) So if faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, so many times we just look at these things superficially. We just skip on the mountaintops of these truths. And, you know, I constantly encourage Christians, abide hard at the cross. Mm-hmm. You you need to get down into the, the empty tomb. You need to have Jesus hold your hand as, as he ascends and take you to where he went. And as you begin to to meditate and contemplate, spiritual contemplation and meditation, Mm -hmm. allowing these words to become alive to you and the Lord recreating the experience, you're transformed by them. That's why the cross is a revelation of the power and the wisdom of God. The revelation is an expression. The resurrection is an expression of the power and the wisdom of God. The ascension is a revelation to us. Because all these things could have been just between the Son and the Father. They could have been secretive events, but they he appeared in time and space so that they would be known and visible as a act and a demonstration towards us who believe. And uh, so it's, it's very exciting for us to hear it and hear it again. And so... I want all of those that are listening to have a faith to enter in to their mm-hmm. inheritance and to live in the, the reality of what Christ has made for us, a new creation. Yeah. I don't want to live in the old world, the old age. I want to live in the new. But one of the things that we have to do is not only do we have to embrace truth, but at the same time identifies identify lies and to reject those lies, displace them Mm -hmm. with the truth of God. But I I will not value the truth unless I see the deception that I was blinded by. Unless I see what the Lord is needing to uproot and overthrow Mm -hmm. in me, I won't value the light that he's sending. So, in these sessions, as we go through the word, uh, the word this week, we're going to talk about uh, a phrase and that I've entitled these episodes, mm-hmm. Hell's Best Kept Secret. I want us to unpack 
how the enemy was able specifically to create the arrangement. We've talked about the old order and the old arrangement, but I want to drill down even deeper and talk about how he created the mechanics, the architecture yeah. behind his system of tyranny, how he held us. Uh, and, 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 it, and it was an apparatus and, and it was a, uh, a reign of fear. But I want to see the legal means mm -hmm. by which he was able to maintain this system. Yeah. And so then when we look at the cross again, we're yeah. going to see how that Jesus untied a knot that we could not untangle. Sure. We're going to see how he was able to free us from a web of deception that the enemy had intricately web uh, woven to keep us in that web of deception. Because it's not enough for us to just superficially hear, Jesus died for you and he died to forgive you of your sins. And the cross is about Jesus forgiving you. I want the whole package. I, I not only want to announce that Jesus came to save sinners and to redeem us so that we could have forgiveness of our sins. Yeah. I want forgiveness. I want freedom. Yes. Yeah. So many Christians today, they know the forgiveness of the Lord, but because they don't understand freedom and the fullness that they've been given, many of them are pulled back into old patterns of life mm -hmm because the lie still works within them. I want to just follow up before we get into, and we may just finish the session just <laughs> reviewing, but one of the things that I talked with Carmen about last week is that when Paul talked about, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation, old things pass away. Behold, now all things become new. I said that Paul, under the inspiration of the Spirit, wrote that passage of scripture in reference to a passage out of the book of Isaiah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so really he was paraphrasing an Old Testament truth and the passage that he drew from was this passage in Isaiah that says, behold, I create a, a new heavens and a new earth. And in that new, new heavens and a new earth will dwell righteousness. And it says, but the former things will no longer be remembered or come to mind. Now, when we read that text out of Isaiah, we, we're thinking about when in the final days after judgment, God, God is going to start the new creation then. Paul said, no, rewind the tape. Don't defer the reality of the new creation to, to the end of time. He said, Jesus started the new creation with us. So we mm -hmm. did talk about that mm -hmm. last week, how how that God in the first creation ended with man. That was the crown yeah. of creation. He created the heavens and the earth. Then he created uh, animals, all living things, plant life. And then there was this crown of creation. In the new creation, he starts with a new humanity, which will, as we are, are allowing the reality of that transformative inward work of the new creation to be worked deep within us, then it begins to transform the world around us. Because yeah. the scripture says the creation groans, waiting for the revealing of yeah. the sons of men. Absolutely. The creation that is under the curse is waiting for us to become fully new mm -hmm. in Christ. 
because they know what will happen to itself. Yeah. The creation will be renewed and the bondage and the curse upon it will be broken as we come out from under the curse of the old and inherit the blessing of the new. And so we know that we're becoming newer and newer and newer in Christ when we no longer remember the pain of the past of the old life with its deeds and we begin to walk in newness of life as there is a distance between what was and what we are becoming in Christ. But the enemy, his goal and his assignment is to keep reminding you of what you were so that you still think that that's what you are. Mm -hmm. When in fact, Jesus came and the cross becomes this line of demarcation that allows you to be separated from what you were to what now you're being made in Christ. What you've been given in Christ, what you're being made in Christ, and where you're taken in Christ. And those are three pillars of renewal truth that that inform our identity. You must understand what you've been given. And then what you've been given, what you've received in Christ, will make you something in Christ. And then it gives you the ability for Christ to take you somewhere in him. Now, I'm sorry, we really didn't get, we just (laughs) did this, you know, a race of a review. But I want to get us ready to, to really focus on some things that the enemy has tried to keep decept- deceptively this I will get it out <laughs> deceptively <laughs> secret to where we don't know what he plotted mm-hmm. how he stole power from the human race and how he was able in this labyrinth of deception maintain control over us we want to see how the cross unraveled that whole web all right <laughs> Sorry, guys, that we went to where we went today. But, hey, you never know what you're going to get when you watch us. A really wise man once said, uh, repetition brings revelation. Yeah. Uh, so I always find when we do reviews, I sometimes will get a a different connection or a different look at something. I, I enjoy yeah. reviewing it and getting caught back up. It's good. It's all okay. We got... So we're done and okay. dead. And so, <laughs> so we got all the time we can. So, well, guys, thank you for being with us today. If you guys like what you've been listening to, you know, feel free to reach us out. Reach, ugh, I'll get it out as well. <laughs> reach <laughs> out we're, to we're, us. We're, we're all just struggling today. But, yeah, if you want to just know more about Summit Life Ministries, just check us out at summitlifeministries.com. If you want to just get more information and see all things Summit Life, you know, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, subscribe to us on YouTube. Guys, we appreciate all your comments and questions, so keep them coming to us. But, guys, we thank you for being with us today. We love you, and God bless. What's up, everybody? This is Josh Furrow from the Summit Life Ministries team. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, and have a blessed week.